Welcome to another episode of the ImproPod podcast. My guest today is Craig Reeson. So you're a chef. Yes, I am. Yeah. Currently working in Ruma in Totnes. I've worked in other places before. The very famous vegetarian restaurant Willow, which is now closed down, unfortunately, was a staple for 35 years in Totnes. So what's your favourite dish to cook? Oh, favourite dish to cook. I've got so many. I'm really starting to get into desserts at the moment. And I love a key lime pie. I mean, anything with a bit of zest in it. And like ponzu sauce, the Japanese sort of like citrusy, soy-based mm. sauce. That is to die for. That with tofu it just makes your mouth pop. Delicious. I wanted to try an experiment. I haven't done this before, but this is to combine music with cooking. So if you were to describe this dish, if you were to describe okay. the key lion pie and the elements that go into it, I'm going to try and make a musical interpretation of the key lion pie. Oh, I, I like this. Okay, so I guess the first thing that you would do with a key lion pie is to make a nice crumbly biscuit base. So that's the kind of backbone of your dish that holds everything together. That's the sort of like crumbly, delicious, sweet biscuit base. And then inside that casing, you would have a really smooth, creamy, sort of Q-nut sort of style filling, or you could go with a typical soft cheese filling. But the most important thing is the center has to be this creamy, smooth, flowing. But also there has to be that element of sharpness, that sharp citrus like cutting through uh, the key lime pie to just make everything pop. And then on top of that, then you've got, again, this is to preference, but a light, airy meringue coating on the top. You don't have to do the meringue coating, but I always find with the key lime pie, it's just another layer of texture that just gives it a beautiful flavour. All right, so I'm going to play a piece of music and I want you to tell me what it makes you think of. Any kind of thoughts, ideas come into mind? start of it the ding 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 that stabbing of the keys what came into my mind visually then was someone trapped in a cave looking for the way out looking for the light and then he found his way out onto this moor or fogland i i felt this almost like london like in the the 1900s fog filled sort of cityscape and then i felt the light coming in with the tinkling of the the lighter notes and, and as the tinkling of these lighter notes started to, to permeate the fog, I felt the sun appear out of nowhere. And then 
this imaginary figure was actually on a beach and then walked out into the sea. And then for the last little bit of that movement, he was just floating in the sea of calm at the end. This feeling of almost entrapment and then being freed out onto this kind of plane. I don't know, that's what came into my mind as I was thinking about it. And then they said the fog. I think that bit there, that sort of like tingling, that was when the light was just starting to break out of the fog. And then you were actually on this beach. Because before I was trying to search in the fog of, of where I was. And then suddenly the sunlight breaks out. Oh, it's actually a beach. It's not a city after all. But yeah, it was a very interesting experiment. I had to close my eyes as well. I thought that sort of helped when I was listening to you play. I'd like you to tell me a story of some kind. In my early 20s, I was living with quite a lot of hardcore drug users. We were all living in this house together. It was like a regular occurrence that we'd have these kind of wild and crazy parties. This one particular party, someone had brought this drug called ketamine. Actually, it's used in the medical, and it's anaesthetic. And basically, I took some of this drug. Very stupid. I don't condone taking drugs at all. But I was absolutely a silly youngster at the time, so I put it down to that. When you take this drug, they call it going into a K-hole, that the effect it has on you. And I can see why, because it looks like you're looking through a keyhole. And that's where maybe I think K-hole, keyhole, maybe that's where it comes from. But when I took this drug, everything started to go dark around my peripheral vision. And it started to focus in on one point. And the point in the middle started getting smaller and smaller until everything around was black and dark and basically I, everything had disappeared the room had just turned into a pinpoint prick like a pinhole camera everything had zoomed into this one point and then i was aware that i was floating above my own body and then after that everything became surreal it felt like i was in the deepest part of the ocean the absolute peripherals of the universe complete dark void of the universe but it wasn't in a bad way i was almost freed from my body like my soul had been lifted out of my body and i was floating around in this pool of of everything basically mm. and then when i started to come back into my into my own body and i think it must have lasted about eight hours something like that it was morning by the time i i, I woke out of it and when i woke out of it i was aware that i was back in a human body again and i looked at my hands and i thought Oh my God, those are hands. Those are fingers on hands. And I looked at a guitar in the, in the corner of the room. I was like, fingers play guitar. And then I looked out of the window and I was like, oh my God, there's houses out there. People live in houses. This is reality. Almost where I'd been before was so far removed from reality. It was like a different plane of existence altogether. And then coming back into the body was like such a weird, surreal yeah. experience. Like I'd been lifted out of that body. Yeah. And I was part of everything. And then I came back into that body. I was like, oh my God, I'm a person again. It was like weird. Do you remember anything that you experienced sound-wise? Yeah, like a giant sort of swell. Going into the pinhole with everything around the sides dissipating into a, a single point. The only way I can describe it really, there's a film called Get Out. It's a horror film. And a uh, lead character in that movie uh, gets drugged. And it captured that moment almost perfectly where everything kind of zooms in, but almost in slow motion. And there's this swelling 
sound as everything sucks into this one visual point. Yeah. And then when you're in the visual point, did the sound disappear for a bit? Yeah, it, it, it turned into nothing, but also then expanded into everything. So what are your thoughts on that? Oh, that was absolutely beautiful. It almost took me back to that space. I felt the chaos at the yeah. beginning and then the vacuum of everything being sucked in and then this explosion outwards. I felt that universal connection, those beautiful keys that you were playing there. That was something really special. It almost sounded like a something from Kid A. It took me a few seconds to get into it. You know, yeah. but I was using the pedal quite a lot, but by holding it down all of those notes are now somehow still playing. So you get this kind of cacophony of noise. <laughs> yeah. It's quite interesting, really, because those beautiful chords that you were playing in the middle of that, that was almost reminiscent of a pyramid song, I thought, from like <laughs> Amnesiac, funny enough. Yeah, but yeah. It's funny because I just played that in one go and I'm sure pyramid song is like such a ridiculously mathematically structured song, isn't it? Yeah. I'll tell Radiohead that. Yeah, let Tom York know. Time for another story then. A few weeks ago, I found out that I am going to be a father. Me and my partner Liz have 
found out we're going to have a baby in eight months' time. She took one of these pregnancy tests and we left it and we closed the door of the bathroom. Basically, you have to set a timer for three minutes. And after three minutes, it'll tell you the result. And they're usually pretty accurate. So we, we waited for this, the three minutes to pass, which seemed like an eternity, really. And then opened the door up and looked at the pregnancy test. It was positive. It was an immensely joyous and terrifying moment, knowing that it would be bringing an actual human into existence. The scariness of being a father and all the stuff that entails, and for Liz, a mother, obviously, but I think she'll be fantastic. There's no worries there. It's more the worries about me wanting to be the best dad I can and wanting to bring that child up with love and compassion and honour. But me, myself, doubting my own capabilities of being a father. But when I found out, I just laughed with joy. That was the, like, the happiest moment, probably, of my life. Okay, music-wise, I'm going to go for this theatrical scene with the door. There's the mm. closed door, and then there's the time. So I'm going to go for that idea. And then when you find out, this obviously sense of massive joy and excitement. And then the wave of anxiety and am I going to be good enough kind of thing. Yeah. I'll bring that in somehow. An explosion of excitement nervousness, uh, being a little bit terrified, but most importantly of all, pure joy as well, and happiness. I think that's absolutely amazing how you can make the keyboard talk like that. I felt every moment of that, even more so than the last one, 
the waiting. I felt the anxiousness of the waiting. The opening of the door, I felt that part. I felt the looking at the test and the explosion of joy, but there were some almost discordant bits in there, the anxious bits. And then just the, the wave of happiness and joy and excitement. That's my favourite piece so far. It's absolutely stunning and beautiful. Thank you. When you were waiting for this door to open, I was thinking about a ticking clock. Yeah, I really got the looking. When I sort of looked at my wrist when you were playing that part. And then I tried to distort the harmony a bit so you got this sense of joy and then in comes the insecurity. I felt that as well, those discordant bits, like the anxious kind of like, oh my God, am I going to be good enough? So what did you get out of this podcast? It's been a really interesting experiment for how sound represents itself in the brain visually. It's like when you're playing the keys I close my eyes and I go into this place and with the parts that you were basing on the stories and it almost took me back to those places I could tell where I was what I was doing how I felt at the time when you were playing and then for the piece the sort of abstracty bit where you were telling me to visualize something while you played I had a clear vision in my head as well and I think it's so wonderful how music can do that to the brain it's transcendental in a lot of ways it it takes you off to that mystical part of dreamland in your brain which is where creativity lives i'm always going to think of the moment when my partner and i knew we were going to become parents i'm I'm always going to look at that with immense love and now i have a soundtrack to it it's really made me think about where music comes from because you're just ad-libbing that in, in your mind you're just playing what comes in do you have a basic idea of where to go my brain's like i've got to come up with something a tiktok thing how do you represent time in music i think maybe we'll use a clock metaphor if you were scoring a film and there was a scene where time was really important like a lot of films Hans zimmer does this quite well you have this sense of tiktok tiktok and then i just visualize like specific things about the moment that sense of joy and then i visualize like the anticipating something that could go wrong or the awkwardness of the mixed emotions of parenthood don't think about it too much don't think about the notes almost like i'm outsourcing the music side to something else i'm just thinking about one thing and with my musical knowledge i somehow managed to make it work and sometimes it doesn't sometimes it doesn't work at all but that's what's good about this podcast it's an experiment for for me you you've nailed it the beauty in that last piece that you've played I'm gonna treasure that and it's good that it's recorded once my child is of age I can play that back to them maybe not the ketamine part but (laughs) certainly the lovely music this goes back to a time when daddy did drugs oh dear (laughs) thank you very much for being on the podcast it's a pleasure Luke join us again for another episode of Improbod thanks for listening